Hi, welcome to the City Lights Morning Podcast. We promise to keep it honest, raw, and relevant. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Father, we thank you so much for being a blessing in our lives, God. I pray that you would uh, bless our time right now, God, with uh, this podcast. Father, that you would uh, just speak to us through your word, God. Every person that's listening right now, God, I pray that you would speak to them in the season that they're in right now, Father. Meet them where they're at, God. I pray that you would just uh, be our refuge today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So Psalms 2. What's the what's the general scoop here? So we're not going to read the whole thing. Yeah. Um, why do the nations rage against God? That's the first verse. That's how it starts off. It says, why do the nations rebel or rage um, against God? Yeah, and in simple terms, this is just speaking like, why Why does humanity in itself uh, think that our plans are better than God's and we just always want to rebel and always kind of want to elevate our understanding, you know, to a place where like, hey, I got this, yeah. you know, God, like you can, you can take a seat. And it's not, we're not intentionally, sometimes I don't think we're intentionally saying like, God, take a seat or putting him down. It's just, we elevate ourselves so much. We elevate our plans so much we are living so much in our feelings that we ignore God's. Yeah. And the word rage, like that stands out to me. Like, what do you think about that? Like, why, why use the word rage? Like, how is that relevant to us? Yeah. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is road rage, right? When we're in road rage mode on the road, um, Basic, people listening in on this podcast right now yeah guys Go watch on. your speed right now <laughs> maybe this is the lord speaking to you and you won't get a ticket <laughs> but basically when you're on the road and you basically begin to break all these laws not only do you put your own life in danger you're putting every single person out there in danger and you're basically um you know exposing yourself to consequences you know negative yeah. consequences whether it's a ticket a fatal accident who knows what tickets the best outcome probably yeah um, yeah. But yeah, so it you know it talks about this this rage and what like you're saying rage like road rage, that's like a person controlled by their emotions. They got cut off, you know somebody somebody slammed their brakes too hard and you're just controlled controlling your life. Your life is controlled based on what you feel, based on what somebody did to you, and um, that's somehow that's sometimes how we live our lives. Not just that's just an example, but we live our lives just controlled by our emotions, and we do whatever we want. I want to do this and I do it. This makes me feel good and I do it. This makes me feel bad. I don't do that. Or, you know, whatever it is. And we're just living our lives kind of feeling that we have everything under control. Like we could do whatever we want. Whatever I feel I'd want to do. And uh, like this this psalm takes a turn. Um, in verse 4, it says, The one enthroned in heaven laughs. Like, Vitaly, think about this. What, like, what does that... Like, it almost feels... Honestly, it feels... If you read this from phrase value, sometimes it could feel like God is arrogant. Like, we're over here trying to control our lives and God's looking up there and he's like... And he laughs. Like, what does that mean, that verse? Is, like, how does it fit? Yeah, I don't think it's... I don't think it's speaking from a perspective like... God is like, what are you guys doing? And it kind of you know, in a very hysterical way, like laughing at our plans. He's just, he's laughing because we think that we have a grasp on this thing called life. 
you know, and we're making decisions based off like, okay, I feel like doing this and it's very temporal. It's very like right now I want this and nothing else really matters. But as every single believer, as a, as a Jesus follower, we have to live in the light of eternity. Like yeah. my decisions today will affect the rest of my eternity, you know? Um, so it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, like in Proverbs, it says that uh, just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than man's ways. That's good. You know? Right. And it's very, it, it's very comforting to know that, you know, if things go out of control in my life, there's still someone who's in control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I think that's, and, and this verse almost seems like unorthodox, right? Like, what do we do with it? Like, God laughing. Yeah, and we can often do that, like, when reading the Bible, like, we can kind of hit the verses that we know how to explain and describe. Yeah, because they, we, they fit our yeah, narrative, what we grew up exactly. with. Exactly. But when we get to verses like this, like, God is laughing, it's yeah. like, okay, what do we do with this? Yeah, what do we do? And you have to kind of, like, dig a little deeper. Yeah. And and, and I, um, I see that, like, it's like, it's not necessarily, like, God coming from an arrogant perspective. It's more so of, in the light of God, in the light of all of eternity, living a life according to our emotions according to how we feel um is is comical it's funny when you look at it from the big perspective because god holds everything in his hands and anything that you think you hold can just slip out of your hands anytime yeah like we had uh in our church family we had a uh, a brother that was loved by everybody a 45 year old man um last name shovalov um many local people know him but um you know, just life slipped out of his hands. There's nobody saw it coming. Nobody, nobody predicted it. Um, but just it slipped right out. And what do you do in those kind of moments where just like you can't do anything about it? Or like um, another family in our church, Dima Burkowski with the baby that got kidnapped. And yeah. He's like he was in the moment. The car was driving away with the baby in it. And he's like, I don't know if he said this in church or he said this to me personally, but he said that at one point he's just like, I can't do anything. Like Helpless. my baby's in the hands of a seventeen-year-old girl that hijacked my, that just uh, carjacked my, you know, stole the car. Yeah. And he's like, I can't. He's like, I'm a dad, but I had, I could do nothing at that moment. Just trust God. And like, what? That's I think that's that's what this psalm is getting at. Is like our perception of God, our perception of how much control does He have? Yeah. And I think just to kind of conclude. Um, the punchline of this whole verse is the ver uh, of this whole uh, chapter is the last verse, and it says, "Blessed are those who take refuge in the Lord." Yeah, that's so good. And that's the thing. Like, what are we tempted with today to run to except the Lord to take refuge in? Refuge yeah. in. Like when stuff falls out of your grip, what are you tempted to run to? Yeah. When when your plans crumble, where where do you find where do you find, um like validation where do you find peace in? where do you find that like identity identity in is uh that's a huge question and i think that hits home so hard because we can fall like when when things fall out of our control where do you run to do you run back to your previous person that you were do you run back into habitual sin like what what do you stand on and um the the psalm here says is that the only place there's gonna be blessing and happiness is when we fall back on the lord um, like I'm remind, reminded of Peter in the Bible, right? Peter, everything fell apart, right? He yeah. following the Lord for three years, uh, denies Christ. All this stuff happens. Jesus gets crucified, dies, and everything basically the floor falls out under Peter. And what does he do? He goes back fishing. You know, he goes back to his former identity. 
Yeah, his comfort zone. Right. But the beauty in that, like, think about that. Like, the beauty in, in that, in that, in the moment like that, where somebody, like, life falls out underneath them. There's nothing they can do about it, right? Things fell apart. And uh, they run back to their old life. And they run back to what they knew before. Because what they're standing on now just fell apart. And uh, Jesus found them there. Like Jesus still went there. And that's one of the most, one of my favorite places in scripture is Jesus going back to Peter. He makes breakfast on the beach, calls Peter out, the disciples, and he makes breakfast for them. Like he yeah. found them in where they were finding refuge someplace else. Like they went to somebody outside of him. They didn't. Yeah. That just goes to show, Vova, that refuge is not a place, it's a person. Oh man, that's good. And his name is Jesus. You know, he could be found anywhere. You could be running from your problems. You can be wanting, you know, to move to another state, you know, to change your atmosphere, your environment. You will never run away um, and get to the destination of the place of refuge until you fully accept everything Jesus has to offer. Yeah. That's the complete place of refuge. And there's there's a peace that's unexplainable that comes with his, when he when you invite his presence into your life. And, you know, we've all been through stuff. You know, we're all going through stuff right now and we're going to keep going through stuff, but he's been faithful through it all. Yeah. You know, sometimes, um, you know, to give us assurance that he will still be there in our tomorrow is to look back at yesterday. He got me through this. He got right. me through that. I received breakthrough in this area. You know, yeah. he saved me from this. You know, all I'm, I'm sure a lot of us can testify that we were supposed to die at one point, you know, whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally, mentally, whatever it is. But Jesus saved us, you know? Why? Because we simply took refuge. Yeah. I remember a moment in my life, like a couple of years ago, where I just was in a very, um, like, uh, just broken spot. And I looked back and I just asked God, it's like, God, where have, like, or asked myself, it's like, where have, where has God been unfaithful in my life? And I just broke down crying because he's been faithful all along. That's so good. In so many moments where I thought that, um, where I thought that, you know, he could have left me, he didn't. And he still provided a way. Yeah. Why don't we close out in prayer? Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for your word spoken to us. This hits home so hard. So many times things fall out of our plans. Things that we want to happen, they just fall out and they come out differently than what we expected. And I know the temptation, Lord God, to fall back into our previous selves, fall back into something else, some other refuge, Lord God. Uh, but teach us, Lord God, what it means to find refuge in you what does that physically what does that actually mean in my life where i, I, I god we all i think we all know it but it's, it's kind of hard to explain but what does it mean to find refuge find that safety in you when our floor falls out underneath us and uh help us to help us to find that to identify that and to live that way lord god so that we can live according to how your scriptures teach us to to have a happy and full life lord god thank you so much in jesus name amen amen all right, guys. We love you. We're praying for you. Yeah. Stay, Join in next time. Stay tuned. God bless you. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you tune in next time. Have a blessed day.